WGNS Murfreesboro, W270AF Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Well, a good morning to you. Time right now, 8.20. A lot of snow out there to start the morning off this morning. And we have as a guest this morning, David Estes. He is known as literally a real estate madman. <laughs> David, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, Scott. How are you? I'm good. So hey, how did you get that title, real estate madman, anyway? Because you've, you've had that for quite a while. Um, it was just kind of a joke um, starting out. And then, uh, of course, we did the caricature on the truck and... Uh, it just kind of, everybody kept calling me madman, joking around about it. Um, so it just kind of stuck, and we just had fun with it in uh, parades and marketing materials and stuff. Um, I love marketing, so. Well, you know, it's catchy stuff like that that people hold on to and remember. Sure. Sure, it's hard to hard to forget a bald-headed man with a goatee. <laughs> And again, David is with Parks Realty, and and you practice real estate and have for years with your wife, Ruth, I believe. Yeah, Ruth uh, handles all the office stuff and keeps us all uh, organized, and I'm like the Labrador Retriever. I bounce around chasing balls that she tells me to go after, so... (laughs) Works out pretty good. Well, we wanted to have you on because real estate in Rutherford County has been a little crazy over the last couple of years. Well, probably more than just a couple of years. It's been nuts, you know. I mean, I know you you and I are about the same age. I remember when I bought my first house here in Rutherford County, I think I paid $99,000 for it. And uh, it, it was somewhat of a fixer-upper. I had to do a few things. It wasn't wasn't horrible, but it was a vinyl-sided house. My first real house. Paid ninety-nine grand for it. Today, you can't do that. Right, right. Yeah, uh, twenty-seven years ago, a little over twenty-seven years ago, when I started, uh, we were selling new homes for about ninety to a hundred and ten, and that was a three-two, three-bedroom, two-bath with a two-car, um, and they were they were selling for that, and now that same house i uh, looked it up the other day and they're running about 370 which is just kind of boggles your mind and, and wait well, so okay so give me again the dimensions and everything for that house what it would have been and what year it would have been uh, you know the cheapest and then what it is today yeah it was about in 95 96 97 we were selling those and um a starter with no garage would run you about eighty, eighty-five thousand, and you know now the same house is bringing three hundred thousand. And then we have, uh, if you had a three-bedroom, two-bath with a two-car garage, it would sell back then. You know maybe a hundred and ten in in the nineties, and now that same house will close you close to four if you could even get it. Wow. So So, 95-ish, you had an $80,000 three-bedroom, one, sometimes two-bath home. 2022, if you can find that, you're looking at about $300,000 minimum 
for that. Yeah, minimum. And, and that's what about fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred square feet back then. Uh, it was actually around eleven to twelve hundred square foot. Back wow. Then. And and now, so you know, our average uh, price now, um, average home price in Rutherford County is around four is in the four hundred thousand range now. That's active. Um, you know, and for the longest time we were one seventy to two hundred thousand. Um, and it's just it's just shot up. Active listings right now are two hundred and eleven dollars per foot um, per square foot on the market right now. Okay, so active listings right now, most houses two hundred and eleven dollars per square foot in Rutherford County. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's just kind of amazing. We haven't seen that. Uh, we're just not used to that in Rutherford County, but that's where we are. That's where we are now. Yeah, um, nobody who is from here is used to that. But those who move here from other areas, that's not a surprise, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's nothing to them. You know, we're seeing a whole lot of people moving here from California, New York, uh, places like that, moving into this area, and, and they may put their hundred square house for sale million and it sells for a million too well they just made two hundred thousand over list and then they come here and they say well what's it going to take for me to get it and you say well 30 to 50 over list and then they say oh that's no big deal to them so uh, you know it hurts the locals the most um, because that money coming into the area is just it's that's a lot of money that is uh, for people that grew up here and, and, you know, for those who buy houses or have bought houses, you know, for their family, I, I would say that back in the day, 1,100 to 1,200 square foot would be their first home. That'd be the starter home. Then you might move up to a 2,500 square foot home and, and maybe later on, maybe a 3,000 square foot home for a family of four. And not too long ago, you could get a 3,000 square foot home for you know, $400,000, that would have been, what, in 2012 or so? Yeah, probably just about four or five years ago um, is where we've seen the, the most dramatic increase um, is where it's kind of shot up. And really it took off in uh, 2020. Uh, the gains have just been incredible. So, because, you know, we were... We were hanging at that 120 to 140 mark all the way until like the end of 2019. And then in the 2020, 2021 is where it really started ramping up um, that elevated us to the, you know, the 197 per square foot closed average. Um, so, you know, our starter home now there's really not any homes available under 300,000 um, wow. as far as how much uh, competition there is and how hard it is to try to buy one. So these days, if somebody wanted to buy a 3,000 square foot home, if they found one they liked, they were look or they are looking at, I guess, around 211 per square foot. And that, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and guess, at 211 a square foot, that's not going to be a home with all the top luxuries. It's not going to be some special custom-built house. 
But at 211 a square foot for a 3,000 square foot home, that'd be $633,000 today. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're about in the ballpark. We see them anywhere, you know, 600 to 750 uh, for those type houses now. That, that's wild. Um, a lot of times you'll see the builder, you know, go from a two-car to a three-car because he can do it relatively cheap, and that gives you more um, – sorry, somebody clicking in. Um, that gives you more uh, – you can sell it for a higher price if you put a three-car garage on it. You, you know, I know a lot of people – say they a lot a lot complain saying you know there are no starter homes anymore at prices that are affordable to where a first-time family can buy that first house in rutherford county and a lot of people are saying why are they building starter homes well then it goes to the price of the lot the cost of a lot these days has gone up you know just a residential lot in a new subdivision the price of those lots have gone up tremendously and it seems like the only way they're, the builder can actually make a profit these days is to build a little bit larger of a home on these small lots. Is that the case? Or what are we looking at with subdivisions? Um, it is on, on the neighborhoods. Um, you know, most of them are going to big track builders. Uh, the developers are just selling the whole thing to somebody. Uh, but they are getting, uh, they're getting cash and they're, they're getting anywhere from eighty-five thousand to uh, I've seen one hundred and fifteen thousand for just a quarter-acre lot. So you've got to really, you know, like you said, you've got to build a pretty good-sized house uh, to get your economies of scale to work on that eighty-five to one hundred and fifteen thousand-dollar lot. So you're going to have to build those six hundred thousand-dollar houses. Um, even if someone gave you lots in Rutherford County and you tried to build, you know, you didn't have any lot cost, and then you tried to build a starter home, um, that home is still going to be really high as far as, you know, up to two seventy-five, three hundred thousand on a free lot. And of course, we know nobody's going to give you a free lot. Yeah. Um, but the cost of everything for these builders is... is uh, we're seeing, you know, I build a few too, and we're seeing three to four price increases a year. Um, every time a subcontractor comes in to do another one for you, they're talking about their material costs went up, so they've got to go up. Um, and then you can't get windows or doors in, uh, roofing material. Uh, you're just having all these supply issues during the course of building that house. Again, we're talking with David Estes, real estate madman, right here in Rutherford County. So if somebody out there listening, let's say they've got an acre lot on the outskirts of the city limits, just barely over the city limits, but they've got, you know, an acre lot, decent size house, maybe it was a custom-built house several years back, how much are those custom-built houses on a full acre going for these days? Well, those are hard to find. Um, of course, it would depend on the the size, but, you know, say you had a 2,000-square-foot house on an acre lot, I mean, you're going to be uh, you're gonna be all over 500-plus, 500 500,000-plus, 500, and that's just for a 2,000-square-foot, um, especially on a big lot. So 
a lot of stuff what we're saying is, you know, if you run the comparables in a neighborhood on a house that you're wanting to put an offer on, there's so much competition um, that you've got to pay over list price. So if you offer 30000 over list price to try to get this house, um, you've got to come up with the difference of what it appraises for. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of that. A lot of the contracts that come in, they just say no appraisal. No home inspection. Um, so that's what you're competing with, and that's what's driving that price up way over what any comp means. So you're um, you're saying these days, if you're fortunate enough to have, let's say, one acre custom built two thousand square foot house, you're looking at about two hundred and fifty bucks a square foot. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard time to the competition gets through with you. Yeah, because you know the averages that I gave you were for. Uh, that was taking into account houses that maybe weren't as in good a shape or didn't have a big lot or uh, had some kind of issue with the house, you know. Maybe it's just kind of a non-functional floor plan or something. Yeah. Um, that's your 200 you know. But the ones that are really nice that people want, uh, they're going to come in really strong on those offers, um, almost kind of crazy offers that you would have to compete with. So if if you were fortunate enough to, let's say, 10 years ago even, you know, build a custom home, 3,000 square feet on an acre lot, then you had a nice size, I don't know, barn or shop with your house, there's no telling what you're going to end up selling that house for today if you kept that house in good, updated condition over the years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, those are, are going for a premium in Rutherford because... Uh, we do a little bit of stuff in, uh, or quite a bit of stuff in Cannon County, too. And we're seeing, uh, we just sold one not too long ago that was uh, about 2,500 square foot on six acres. And that one went for six, 605. In Cannon County? In Cannon County. So a lot of people, you know, come to Cannon thinking, oh, well, I can get a cheaper house. You can get a cheap it's really going to cost you. Uh, it, the prices have really increased, but um, you're going to get more land with it. So, like, if you want five or six acres to where that's almost impossible in Rutherford County now, you can slide out to Cannon or the outskirts of Wilson County and pick up a house with a little bit of land, but you're still going to pay, you know, 600 plus wow. for that type of property. You know, it, it's just, it's wild to me, and I think it's wild to most of those who grew up in Rutherford County to see these prices go so high these days. And you're saying a lot of folks are even offering cash, or they're paying cash for the additional, whatever the price over is, and then they're financing, I guess, the later half of that. Yeah, they'll still use some financing, but they'll make it not contingent on an appraisal, so uh, it makes it tough for those buyers that are doing a, a 97% loan or even a 90% loan um, because these folks will come in and say, okay, I'll give you X amount, and I don't care what the appraisal comes in at. Um, so they're going to pay the difference. Um, the last uh, two houses that we that we had listed, we they were around the 310 mark, and we knew it would go crazy. So... We put them on the market. You know, we said coming soon, show and start on Friday, and we let them show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, 
and houses will sell for anywhere from twenty to forty thousand over list. And they really only have to show them for three days. Show them Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then you look at your fifteen offers that you got in on Monday, and pick the best one for you. Um, so there's not a lot of marketing time involved in that either. Bam. And for those listening right now, if you want to text questions to us, we'll take your texted questions at 615-893-1450. And David, I, I got to say, you know, what's confusing to me and what may be confusing to some people out there listening, <clears throat> because they're not used to a market like this, is how in the world do you go about financing these days when it comes to a house if it sells for more than the appraisal value because at one point in time, the banks wouldn't give a loan over an appraisal value if you're putting down, let's say, 10%. Or if it's you know a first-time home, you're putting down, in some cases, 5%, depending on what kind of loan you're able to get. Um, and, and I don't even know if they do 0% anymore. Uh, there's a couple of programs, but it's, it's very difficult to to get one of those through. Um, but the, what they're having to do is they're going to have to pay the difference. So say you were doing a loan that was 5% down, you're going to have to pay your 5% down, and you're going to have to pay whatever deficit there is between the appraisal value and um, the purchase price. So say you missed that appraisal by 20000 well, you've got to pay that difference, that $20,000, um, and then still put your 5% down because the bank is still not going to give you over appraised value for the house. All right, so um, for those listening this morning, if they're shopping for a new house, if they have to put down a minimum of 5% on a $300,000 house, that's $15,000 they have to have in hand to put down. Then on top of that, if the house sells for twenty grand over asking price, bank's not going to give that. So they have to have that twenty grand in cash. Plus they have to have the fifteen thousand, which would be the five percent in hand. So that right off the bat, you have to have at least thirty-five grand. It sounds like just to make the offer work in some cases. And and you were saying that extra money over the asking price it may not be a measly 10 or 15,000 it could be 30 or 40,000 over asking price yeah it could just depending on how great that house is you know if, if you've got something like you said that you've maintained and uh, it's just in fantastic condition and everybody's swooning over it then that's going to drive that price even further um that's, so that's wild to me. You know, that that's yeah, really it, hard it to comprehend. Yeah, I mean, you know, being in this market as long as I have, I just never thought that people would come in and pay over appraised value for houses. It was just never even a thought back in the day. They would kind of laugh at you and say, well, I'm not paying over list or over appraised value. Um, but now it's an everyday occurrence. And I'd say probably the last 12 listings, or more that we've taken and sold have all been over list price. You, you know, it, it may indeed be a seller's market, and the numbers sound great for sellers, but here's the other issue, the flip side of it. If you do sell your house and you do make a profit of, let's say, even 150 grand 
more than what you originally paid for it, you're going to have a big issue when it comes to trying to find your next house if you want to stay in Rutherford County, if you want to be right. able to afford it. Right. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, you're going to get top dollar, but you're going to pay when you buy. And, you know, used to, if you were selling a, say you were selling a $300,000 house, you're going to get top dollar for that. And then it was fairly easy to find, you know, five or $600,000 homes. Uh, but that's not the case anymore. Um, I've got buyers right now that would love, you know, they're looking for six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar houses, and uh, the market's really restricted on that. Also, so uh, you're trying to find something that's, you know, up and coming, or maybe a builder is building some, so you're trying to get them in those uh, neighborhoods, which you know the builders don't really want to take a pre-sale because the uh, the price is escalating so fast. You know, they could miss out potentially on what the new price is going to be, you know, four to six months from now. And, and David, just to go back a second here, uh, if somebody is looking at a 600000 to $700,000 price range of a home, how many square feet of a home is that? And is that brick siding? Is that vinyl siding? What are you seeing right now? Uh, that's going to be brick, and it's probably going to be around... Uh, you know, anywhere from 2,500 to 3,300 square foot. Uh, could some, you know, some may have a three-car, uh, but definitely a two-car brick. Um, so, so it's it's going to be, you know, the it's going to have all the bells and whistles. Usually, once you start getting into the 600 to 700 range. So, are three-car garages almost a thing of the past? And are folks still looking for a three-car garage if they can find it? Four-car garage, and here's one that you know you don't see too much. Five-car garage. Are folks even looking for that? They are. It's just uh, so hard to find. So um, the norm is going to be you know a two-car garage, but I am seeing a lot of builders add on those little third-car garages where. It, you know, sheds off the side or something, um, because it, it, like I said, it doesn't add a lot to the price, but you can get more for the house if you've got a three-car versus a two-car. But it so, sounds like that third garage may be so small, it couldn't be necessarily used as a shop-slash-garage for your car anymore. Yeah, they're not they're not real big. I, I kind of laugh and call them golf cart garages. <laughs> It, it sounds like you it. know, you put your golf cart in there, um, but it, you know that would all vary depending on the builder and what he's what he's doing. I I do think there'll be a trend to start losing that three car uh, because the prices are, have gone up to where you know the two car is going to bring yeah the same amount of money. Well, I, I wanted to go to the soundbite here real quick, and this is from the uh, property assessor. He was talking about the cost of residential properties in Rutherford County increasing greatly and then the average time that a home is actually on the market decreased greatly according to Rob Mitchell assessor of property this is what he said the average time on market is is less than a week now in Rutherford County less than a week now so is that what you're seeing out there in Murfreesboro yeah for for good houses you know what we see a lot of times is 
the 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 average for a great house or a good condition house is probably going to be a week or less. So um, does it even have time to have the photos released? Well, most uh, now I can't speak for everybody, but we always set the photographer up ahead of time because we want all of those photos to be in the MOS when it hits. Uh, so we we get our photographer out there and they take the photos and then we then we hit the market and then we go live. Uh, like I said, usually on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I'll tell the buyer or the seller I'll say, hey make some plans this weekend because you're not going to be able to stay at your house. Wow. Um, because it's going to be booked solid with showings for those three days. That, that's, um, that's pretty cool for somebody selling. Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, if, uh, and I've had several people come to me and say, hey, I'm going to sell now because it's so high, and I'm just going to go rent something for a little while and see what happens with the market. You know, and I totally get that. Um, but I've had quite a few people that did that and just kind of cashed in on the the market being this high. And I guess, you know, maybe they're gambling that it could change soon um, and maybe more inventory hit the market or something, but um, it just doesn't look like for the next year anyway that we're going to do that. Well, and, you know, the other problem is, now, Rob Mitchell, the property assessor, he was telling us that rent has also increased by about 16%. So that's another issue. If you're planning on renting, you're not going to be planning on saving a whole lot of money there. Yeah. Yeah, you won't really save uh, per month. Um, where the where the big draw is, I think, like you said, they can sell this house and cash in and make $200,000 from where they had bought five or six years ago. Um, and they can bank that or put it in the bank or pay off a lot of stuff with it. Um, and then kind of waiting to see, hopefully, that more inventory hits the market. Um, but we saw, you know, the biggest drop in our inventory around 2020. Um, the inventory just started disappearing to where we, it's almost non-existent now. Again, David Estes with us with Parks Realty. The other issue you have with selling your house right now and then moving into an apartment is the whole capital gains issue. So if you don't put that money back into another property that you plan on living in, then chances are good you're going to be paying taxes on whatever the gain was, the profit was, on that house, right? Well, that depends on, you know, and, of course, I'm not an accountant. I always have to give that disclosure, and you should talk to your accountant. But if you've lived in that two years and that was your primary residence, um, that capital, there's not really a capital gain unless it's over 500000 okay. um, in gain. So uh, you would really, like I said, you need to talk to your accountant before you do anything. And I always tell people, you know, if that's something you want to consider, then, uh, talk to them before we list it. Um, but the rule, the standard rule is if you've lived in that house over two years, which most of the people I've dealt with have lived over two years, um, you can sell it and that's that's just your money. So you're not going to make any, you're not going to pay any capital gains on that. You, you know, it, it's interesting, again, because not too long ago, you wouldn't have to say to somebody selling their home, hey, you know, you really ought to talk to your accountant before you do this. 
just to make sure everything's in a row, all your ducks are in a row, because you didn't have to worry about such huge price increases versus what the person initially paid for the house. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and that's you know, if you've been sitting in your house, if you've been in your house two, three, four years, I mean, you're sitting on a unless you refinanced and cashed out, did a cash out refi, you're sitting on a huge amount of equity. Um, that you could cash in on um, that won't be counted as income. Again, David Estes with us this morning. David, I got to take a quick break, but when we come back, uh, we won't have a whole lot of time left in the show, but when we come back, I want to talk about the number of homes currently active, what the square footage of some of these houses are, uh, how many homes closed in December, what we're looking at, you know, for this new year. Uh, and, and then also comparing some 2020 numbers per square foot with numbers today per square foot. I know we touched base on that earlier, but I want to get more information on that as well. But again, David Estes with us, Parks Realty. David, stay with us. We're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Good. Time right now, 849. Talking about real estate in Rutherford County, the market is wild. Stay with us. If I could talk to the animals. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come in and do business with my family. As the weather gets worse and we spend more time indoors, give your pets additional enrichment. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of toys and entertainment for pets of most kinds. When you stop in to see us at Animal City, make sure to explore all two stories of our wonderful pets and pet supplies. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants, go to demasesrestaurants.com Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us. And that's our freedom and the right to live in this country. And we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. We're talking with retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. I spent 17 years in the military police corps. I wound up in forensic sciences. He's learned from the who's who in forensic science. I worked with Dr. Pierre Fink, and he was one of the pathologists who assisted in the autopsy of President Kennedy. I worked with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. I studied gunshot wounds, and I was asked to examine the ball that was removed from President Lincoln's head and identify it as being the proper one. I had to go to Ford Theater and look through all the medical reports. Another case was much closer to home. A grave had been tampered with in Franklin, and part of a body was found, and it was sent to Dr. Bass in Knoxville. His assumption at the beginning of the investigation was that this was a fresh body, 
and it turned out he was killed in the Battle of Franklin back in the Civil War. And he had been embalmed with arsenic at the time, and that was a good preservative. Dr. Bass said that he made a mistake by about 100 years on it. A different veteran story from retired U.S. Army Master Sergeant Patrick Garland. If you know a veteran you'd like to highlight, let WGNS know, and we'll honor them in our daily salute to veterans. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Again, on the air with us this morning, real estate madman David Estes with Parks Realty. David, what's your uh, website again? www.realestatemadman.com And again, we're talking about real estate prices in Rutherford County, how much they have gone up over the years. 2020, the year 2020, what was the cost that you saw for a lot of houses uh, per square foot? Uh, per square foot, uh, we were around 140. 140. Was the average. All right, so 2020, about 140 per square foot. Then 2022, as we're heading into this new year, what are we seeing? Uh, back in November was the latest sold stat um, that I have in front of me, and it was about 197 a foot. Um, but list right now currently there's 163 homes on the market under 750 750,000 and the average is 211 per foot wow man so we, 2020 we have, 40 per square foot to 2022 about 211 a square foot <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's nuts now under contract currently this will tell you the level of inventory that we don't have uh, to sell that's driving those numbers so fast is if you're buying a house in Rutherford County under 750, you have 163 homes to choose from, according to the MLS. And under contract, there's 1,235 homes. So all of those homes are sold. Um, you know, they may have been pre-sales or what have you, um, but that's the that's how fast this inventory is disappearing. So. I mean, we don't even have a month's worth of inventory on the market currently Man. to sell to people. Not much to pick from, and uh, golly, the cost of building, that's a whole other issue. We'll get into that maybe in a future show. Again, David Estes with us this morning with Parks Realty, and we got to wrap it up, David. But, man, uh, if anybody has more questions, can they give you a ring? Yeah, give me a shout anytime. I'll be glad to take questions and uh, try to get your questions answered. All right, what's your number there? It's 615-566-7777. All right, David, thanks a lot, and let's schedule a future show soon. 
to talk about the cost of actually building a new house because I'm curious about that as well. And I know a lot of listeners are. David, thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you.